am I actually hungry or am I just thirsty, right? I think that that's a really important question to ask because it gives you about two to three minutes really to kind of sit and determine like, am I actually, am I having a temporary craving for like a short-term satisfaction that may or may not contribute to my goals? Or am I really just eating out of boredom and I need to just go and do number two, do something else? Do I just need to do something else? What up, what up, friend? Welcome back to the Ambitious of It podcast. I am so pumped. We are chit-chatting today. Girl, we need to talk for a second. I don't know about you, but especially around the like the two weeks right around my cycle, so like the second half, those cravings, those pesky little gremlin cravings, they come up out of nowhere. And so we're just like, Mm-mm, nope, we need to curb those pesky cravings. We need to talk about them. It's something that definitely comes up on occasion. So this is something that a lot of my clients have talked about. We then need to go ahead, bring it onto the podcast, talk about it like podcast besties, like we always do, and deep dive into them a little bit more. So in terms of updates, I think that I told you on the most recent episode, but we have an exclusive offer coming to the Ambitious and Fit podcast. I'm so excited for the Ambitious and Fit 16-week program. You know me, every six months, I love to give back. I love to have this incredible exclusive offer and really just provide the best service and value to you gals. Because honestly, I am so sick and tired of women not feeling confident in themselves and you know, trying to hide in pictures or they look at themselves and are just like, Ugh, why am I this way? Like I need to you know, I want to become the fittest version of myself. I want women to actually feel so beautiful and confident in their skin. And so I'm going to be giving back with this exclusive offer coming up probably here in the next week or so. So get ready. I'm so excited. I won't leave any more spoilers. I swear. I swear. Okay. Um, So now let's go ahead and dive on in, in terms of how do we curb those pesky cravings when they come up? All right, girl, let's go ahead and dive on in. All right. So picture this. This is right around maybe, you know, your cycle time and you just have this like craving for anything salty or sour or sweet. Whatever you're thinking of right now, I know you're thinking of something mm-hmm, so good. I know. I know. For me, for your homegirl over here, it's ice cream or chocolate. If Oreos are involved, it's game over honestly. Um, But whenever those cravings tend to come up, we're always thinking to ourselves like, oh no, like I'm literally, it it may not even be around your cycle, honestly, because naturally your hormones are heightened. You're like, I absolutely need everything in sight, right? So with that being said, when those cravings do come up, you're almost thinking to yourself like, no, I want to be the fittest version of myself. Like I want to not be subject to these cravings I want to make sure that I'm not just eating to eat, you know, I'm not just bored, you know, all of these things. And so I really think that we should be focusing on ways to curb those cravings in general. So I think number one, when it comes to that is finding a healthier alternative is a really good way to curb those pesky cravings, honestly. Um, So finding healthier alternatives, aka like think of pantry swaps. So a couple of examples. Um, If you love chocolate like me, I'm literally obsessed. It's a bit of a problem. We have chocolate every single day. 
just a highlight. Like I fully believe in having chocolate every day. If Tony could pick, we would have sour stuff every day. But unfortunately, your girl over here is the one that grocery shops and also I'm the one that gets the dinner and, you know, the desserts ready. And that's simply because I'm hungrier before him. And I also am pretty picky. So, um, but with that being said, I love the for the healthy alternative from a chocolate standpoint, we absolutely love the Lily's chocolate. I think that's at most grocery stores. So Lily's chocolate, we really like the salted caramel chocolate, um, the you know white chocolate cookies and cream. That's Tony's favorite. Um, they have a birthday cake flavor. They have like this crispy rice flavor, like really good. You don't even realize that like that chocolate is like very much on the low, low, low sugar end. And yet you still get the satisfaction of eating the chocolate or the chocolate chips or their peanut butter cups, all the above. They're really, really good. Another really good one is is the Hue chocolate. So Hue, um, it's a little bit, it's a little more medium in the sugar realm, but has really solid ingredients. Um, So we really like the salty chocolate of the Hue bar. That's really, really good. So think of other healthy alternatives though. Like if you are wanting something a little more on the sweeter side and you are not a chocolate fan, like chocolate is just not on your radar. Number one, what? Number two, that's okay. I forgive you. Uh, But maybe you're going for maybe some you know, raspberries or, you know, blackberries, blueberries, maybe go from some kind of like a, go for more of a sweeter type of fruit. Maybe it's like an oatmeal bite of some sort um, at TikTok and Pinterest and Instagram. Honestly, have some of the most incredible recipes for healthy alternatives, like healthy desserts. If you just search for those babies, you'll easily find some really incredible things. So if you're finding that you're like really subject to some sweeter cravings or even some sour cravings or some salty, what I would encourage you to do is really look for some healthy alternatives. Like that way you can have something in the house that when those cravings do occur, you can feel confident grabbing something and feeling like, okay, I am going to be satisfied by eating this one thing. Okay. So I would say definitely do some pantry swaps. Those are going to be game changing when it comes to those cravings. Number two though, is, you know, a lot of the times whenever pesky cravings are coming up, what I will say is those tend to be a food coping mechanism. So, you know, for me personally, I was, and, you know, still have moments where I do some emotionally eating. And so it's really good to make sure to like take a quick practice and take a step back by saying, okay, I am literally craving, you know, all of these bad foods or I'm craving just something in general, but am I, I need to ask myself these questions first. Am I upset? Am I bored? Because bored is definitely a thing. Um, you know, do I actually, am I actually hungry or am I just thirsty, right? And I think that that's a really important question to ask because it gives you about, you know, like two to three minutes really to kind of sit and determine like, am I actually, am I having a temporary craving for like a short-term satisfaction that may or may not contribute to my goals or am I really just eating out of boredom and I need to just go and do number two, do something else. Do I just need to do something else? So whenever you need to be doing something else, are you, you know, finding a better outlet for those things is definitely going to be helpful. So maybe going for a walk or maybe watching a show like your favorite Netflix or Prime or HBO show. Um, P.S. If you, you know me in shows, I tell you whenever I'm watching something, right? I 
am like, I'm really good about working, but also, you know, having a show in the background. So I like, I binge watch, but I like passively binge watch if that could actually be a thing. Um, But Suits, if you have not seen Suits, it's now on Netflix. Highly recommend. I am, I love like any sort of like law murder or what, like I'm not a psychopath, I swear, but like, you know what I mean? I I love mystery. Um, I love problem solving. I love achievement. And so the Suits has you know, suits coming on. I mean, it's pretty freaking awesome. So I highly recommend if you want like a show in the background to maybe watch that. Also, Platonic is a really good one too. It's with Seth Rogen and I forgot what the actress's name is, but Platonic, I think it's on Apple TV. Really good show too. It was definitely not what I expected and I really, really liked it. So maybe, you know, whenever doing something else, watch a show or even drink maybe a sparkling water, like a flavored one. We love Waterloo in this house. We love the orange vanilla, the grape, the strawberry, the watermelon, the pineapple. It just gives you something else to consume, but gives you a flavor fixing of some sort without you having to give into a craving that, you know, that way you don't have to go into that cheesecake or go into the popcorn or the pretzels or just deep dive your head head first into whatever you're craving, right? So that's a really good way to be able to shift that. If you want to make it more fun, you could put, you know, that in a wine glass if you want to, or, you know, even get a Topo Chico. The Topo Chico lime, mm, that is where it's at. So Topo Chico lime makes you feel super fancy, super involved. I also love to do that at like happy hours or like at a restaurant. I having a Topo Chico with a lime, like you look like you are involved because you got something fancy in your hand. You're a little bougie like that, but yet you're definitely staying on track, becoming the fittest version of you by just drinking some sparkling water. If that's your jam, right? Okay. So that's number two is to curb those pesky cravings. Just do something else, do a workout, go for a walk outside, snuggle with your fur babies. Oh, I just love it. It's so great. Um, watching a movie or a show, anything to help keep your mind off of that thing. Cause more than likely it's just temporary. Okay. Or you're having a emotional, or maybe it's just a coping mechanism after a really long day, for example. Now, number three is going to be, you know, checking your sleep. So if you happen to have noticed that during a week where you're only maybe getting five and a half or six hours of sleep, naturally your body is going to be elevated in terms of your cravings and your carb, you know, the maybe it's the carbs or sweets or anything like that. But because your body hasn't had the proper rest and recovery, you know, you naturally are going to be you know, craving some foods that are not necessarily aligned with your overall fitness goals or health goals, right? And that's simply because you're sleep deprived. So one thing I would highlight is if you feel like you are subject to a lot of cravings, really do check your sleep, figure out what sleep regimen works best for you. But I will say that most people recommend anywhere between seven to nine hours of sleep. But for me, for example, I'm really optimal in my sleep if I get seven and a half, eight hours, just personally. But for for Tony, for example, he is super optimal when he gets nine hours of sleep. Now, I've, of course, been the gal who's had only, you know, six and a half, seven. And I do see a huge difference in terms of my cravings and my food choices and even my overall brain fog that I have the next day, which when you have brain fog, you know that 
you're hazy, you're not making good decisions, and it's just like a mess in general. So really good to, of course, just make sure that we're checking our sleep. We are really getting in as much sleep as we can because, of course, we want to be making good decisions and then curb those cravings where we can. Number four, oof, number four, I know, I know. But number four is probably the biggest one that I would say whenever curbing those pesky cravings is keep the trigger foods out of the house. Keep, if you have the ability to keep those foods out of your house, that will absolutely change the game for you because you don't even have the option. You have literally made it impossible or extremely difficult to give in to those cravings, especially whenever emotions hit or you had a really long day or you know, you are just craving things left and right. If it's not available in your house and you add this layer or obstacle in between you and that thing, then you're not necessarily going to be subject to that, right? So one thing that I would highly recommend and that I even mentioned with some of my clients in the beginning is, listen, you have amazing willpower. You're probably thinking to yourself, yeah, right, Michelle, but like you do, you have amazing willpower. However, if you are walking into a pantry and you love Oreos like I do, if the Oreos are sitting on the middle shelf right in front of you and you are going to and from the pantry consistently, sure, maybe the... First time you go, yeah, you're, nah, I don't need Oreos. Third time you go, nah, I don't need it. They look good, but I'm not going to do it. Tenth time that you go, you're like, oh my gosh, those sound amazing, but I'm not going to do it. The 15th time you go in there, you're going to grab the Oreos. Our willpower can only be subject to our environment and to the things that we see and that we do only for so long. So it's not your fault if it's constantly in your environment, right? So that's just something really to keep in mind is like maybe purging the pantry or maybe just, you know, putting it over on a shelf where you don't see it or maybe in the corner or in a cabinet. If your family, maybe you have some little kiddos and maybe like they have those graham crackers that you really love or the animal crackers or whatever, and you just like instantly see them and go for them. Go ahead and put those in a different cabinet and close it or just put them in the corner of the pantry so you don't have to see it. Same thing with your refrigerator. Like make sure that we are ridding our immediate environment of any temptations. If you have the ability to take them out of the house in general, that's perfect. So for example, I love Nutella. I literally love it so much. However, has a crap ton of sugar in it. So there's that. But what I will say is that I love Nutella. And so whenever I was in the my own fitness journey, whenever I was going through my own biggest transformation of losing the 25 pounds, um, really almost like 25, 30 pounds of the bad weight, you know, the the stubborn fat, I had to get rid of Nutella. It, could, it couldn't be in my house because I kept going for it or I kept like seeing it or wanting it. And then it just didn't really help align with my goals entirely. Right. And so really just making sure that we are keeping trigger foods out of the house or we are hiding them in a different place. If our family, of course, needs to keep it, but you are needing to do it for you or your roommate or your best friend or whoever, just remove the trigger foods as best as you can because that then allows an obstacle to be between you and that thing. That way you can stay on top of your goals, right? Stay on top of your goals. Um, number five, whenever it comes to curbing the cravings is definitely planning consistent snacks and meals is definitely gonna be game-changing for you in general. So, you know, do you remember... Um, those stupid, um, okay, stupid, but funny snicker commercials where they're like, 
you're not you when you're hungry. Like, um, for real though, you are not you when you are hungry or better known as hangry, right? And so it's just really important that we keep in mind that, you know, we need to be eating consistent meals and good overall well-balanced meals with protein, carbs, and fats and fiber to make sure that we are, of course, full throughout the day that we cravings don't actually come and hit us in the straight face, right? So having good consistent meals, plenty of protein, plenty of fats. So having protein and fats. So let's say you're having a chicken breast or maybe some turkey or a bison or maybe a lean fish or a salmon, which salmon is a little more of a protein and has some really healthy fats in there too. You know, having those in our diet or even some fats like our, you know, nuts, avocados, oils, um, you know, a lot of those things having those in our diet really does make us feel satiated. So it makes us feel fuller, longer throughout the day. And the right type of carbs are also really great too. So carbohydrates, whenever you have complex carbohydrates, which means it's just, when you hear the word complex, it's just more complex for your body to digest, essentially. When you have more of a well-balanced diet and you are actually you know, intaking consistent meals and snacks, that gives your body a chance to, of course, not have those cravings come up for you because it's still satisfied from what you were doing before. So really good thing for us to keep in mind there. Um, whenever we're eating simple, I think this is maybe like a, you know a bit of a bonus, but when we are eating simple carbohydrates, so you know essentially very um, you know think of white bread, sugar, any diet sodas or real sodas, anything that is processed and simple sugar, um, you know that is not necessarily the best thing for you, right? A little bit here and there is not a problem. However, one thing for us to keep in mind is that by eating those things. Well, no shit, you're having cravings, girl, because I mean, those things trigger more cravings. If you are having a Diet Coke and a York patty, which P.S. me in college, my best friend Elise and I, we would we would go to her dorm room. We go to her dorm and we were obsessed with the Desperate Housewives. Does anybody remember that show? Desperate Housewives. It was so good. I mean, I already told you earlier that I really love like mystery slash like all the things. Um, so it was just freaking epic. I love it. That and Grey's Anatomy. Woo, love. Um, So Elise and I very much love those shows. But I used to, this is whenever I was like a little bit heavier and like pre, pre, um, you know, fitness Michelle. And I would go to her dorm room. It was freshman year. And we would um, break out these A&W root beers and we would have York patties. What a weird combination, by the way. However, the more that we drank those A&Ws and those York patties, the more that we were craving those things. And obviously, we were freshmen in college. We didn't know what the heck we were doing. We would even, I would even go and eat this um, Philly cheesesteak with the um, little ho-hos, the little, um, you know, cupcake with the swirls. I think that's what they're called, but I don't know. Elise, you totally know what I'm saying right now. Flashback to college days. But what I will say is that, you know, having those things like, so me having the A&W root beer plus the York patties, it led me to having more multiple of those things while we watched the show Desperate Housewives. And then whenever we were going to have dinner, we would go and have the Philly cheesesteak with the ho-hos, right? And it's because my taste buds were already in the process or my body had simple carbohydrates and didn't have the most nutrient-dense foods. So I was like, well, shoot, I'm craving X, Y, and Z. And of course I was young and I didn't care. And I thought that my body was like, you know, relentless slash like couldn't, you know, do me no harm. 
and like could handle anything. Little did I know that that did contribute to what my future had led to, right? Um, But what I will say though, is if you're eating those things, notice that when you are like having, you know, when you're having alcoholic beverages, you of course are craving tacos and pizza and all the really good stuff, right? And so just for us to keep in mind that when we plan a consistent nutrient dense, you know, snacks and meals and we eat those wonderful foods, curve it, you know, those cravings are gonna go to the wayside. They are gonna get curbed, right? And a one thousand percent, I am telling you. I love me a a spicy mezcal margarita. I love pizza. Like there's this basil fig pizza from Zalot. If you happen to have one of those in your area, holy macaroni and cheese balls. It is so good. It has bacon on it, all the above. You know, I I love an Oreo cheesecake from Cheesecake Factory. It's 1600 calories. And oh my gosh, is it amazing, right? I used to have those before my my national competitions and, you know, all, all the things, my birthdays, all the above. Make sure you split it with somebody. It's very, very sweet and rich. So I'm saying, I'm not saying that you have to, you can't have those things. You know me, I very much believe in the 80-20 food sustainability rule of 80% of the time you're on point, you're eating your nutrient dense, healthy, amazing, you know, carbs, protein, fats, fiber, you're eating all of these micronutrients, the macronutrients, you're staying on point, you're doing amazing things. And then 20%, you are living a little girl. You are loving that food. You are loving that drink. You're loving whatever floats your boat and you're enjoying right? But just notice, maybe add an additional food awareness for yourself that when you are eating or indulging, notice that naturally you are craving more of those things because your body has inta- has taken the nutrients or the lack of nutrients in those things and now is asking you for more. So that's another way to curb those pesky cravings when they do come up. So girl, let's do a quick recap because let me be honest, this was a this was a good one because those cravings they hit you they hit you hard we gotta talk about them right so whenever you are curbing those pesky cravings number one find healthier alternatives so find some great pantry swaps um, you know for example tortillas there are you know some low carb balanced tortillas like from Mission for example um, you know there's the healthier chocolates there's healthier sour candy out there there are some really good things out there um, or things you can make um, in general. Number two is whenever you're craving something, do something else. Double check with yourself, you know, ask yourself those questions, but also do something else because more than likely that craving will subside in less than five minutes. Uh, Number three is check your sleep. Check your sleep. Did you get enough sleep the night before? What? Check yourself. Check how you're feeling. Number four is get those trigger foods out of your house, out of your house or hide them, throw them somewhere. Our willpower can only last for so long if they're constantly in our environment. And then at number five is plan consistent, healthy snacks and meals. That way you feel satiated throughout the day and that way you can be successful and enjoy when you actually want to enjoy. When there's an amazing memory tied to that amazing food or beverage or whatever you're or craving that you're indulging in, just make sure it's freaking worth it. Because again, life is all about experiences. Fitness and health is just a pillar of your life. But when you feel so good in your skin, nothing is, there's nothing like it. When you feel accomplished in that way and you feel so good and you feel fit and you're a driven, ambitious woman who is going for some incredible things in this life, there's no better feeling. So don't let pesky cravings that are lasting only five minutes 
like derail you, right? So please use these amazing tips. If you have some tips of your own, I would love to hear them. Post this on your Instagram story. If you liked this podcast episode, if you want to hear more about it or send me a DM on Instagram at Michelle underscore Stallings Fit. I love, love, love. Thank you guys so much for sending me the messages on, you know, know, the, the podcast episodes, some topics you want to hear about, or even just saying thank you. It really does mean the whole world. Well, girl, I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Holy cow, we're going into July. Ah, so exciting. But love you. Catch you in the next episode. See you later.